of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! Alright guys, we are lucky enough to have got Tyler Brennan in town today, so uh, we're going to, you know, stoked to get him on here. I wasn't sure he's not the, the super talkative guy, but I'm going to pry it all out of him today. Um, welcome. Thanks. I'm not at all ready for this. <laughs> um, so first off, we'll go back kind of like we did with Lucas, and we'll go back pre-MMA, pre pre-Jiu-Jitsu, pre-wrestling, and, and what he was doing before, uh, before he started training. And before he started training, you know, what were you doing? So, I mean, I guess when I was about five, started racing motorcycles for a while. Um, kind of picked that up for how many years? Like three? Three Maybe to four. Three-ish, three or four. Um, yeah, till nine. You're actually you're actually nine when we stopped. Yeah, um, did that for a long time. Um, got pretty good at it, and then still not entirely sure why I stopped. It was kind of a I don't know back and forth decision, but yeah. So partially partially could have been my fault. I'm the I'm the dad that whatever it is you want to do, I'm gonna make sure that you have everything at your at your disposal to try and be the best you can be. That way, if you don't, it's on you. And and basically within. I bet six months you had six race bikes yeah. and, and our garage looked like a, uh, a, uh, uh, a dealership. You know, I was training riders at the time. And so uh, being able to train a couple of the, the really fast guys, um, I'll go ahead and say I was training Blake Wharton and Blake had had an epic year in, in uh, as an amateur. He won the, he had the uh, most amateur titles in motocross history one year. And in that time, uh, I was training him, and the guys from KTM gave me a uh, uh, race bike for Tyler. And so that was the way we got one of the bikes. I bought another bike, end up trading stuff and getting another bike. And, and uh, if it wasn't for training the riders in the sport, I wouldn't have been able to keep Tyler in the sport because I, I think we were spending around $36,000 a year in motocross when he was six years old yeah. and and it was gung-ho and we had what a lot of guys right living with us and yeah it yeah. was pretty weird it was like having like 10 older brothers at one time <laughs> like yeah. it was yeah and none of them were or a few of them weren't very smart so it was kind of weird the different between a lot of them <laughs> some of them made it some of them didn't yep <laughs> um yeah so we would go basically every day after school we'd, we'd ride and take him to the track and, and train and then uh, racing, you know, he, he won a lot of a lot of races, um, a lot of titles, a lot of uh, what is that tournaments or whatever the mm -hmm. series, a lot of yeah. series races. I had those six foot tall trophies, that, yeah. and I was like half of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, so race motocross for a long time, and it was kind of he 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 enjoyed it, but I think I enjoyed it more than he did. And I wasn't like a crazy 50 dad, like some of the 50 dads were at the track, but I, I, you know, pushed him to race. And then one day he, we were at a track where he typically lapped guys and he was getting lapped. And I was like, what's going on here? You know, what's up? And, and he just kind of would shrug his shoulders. And then it happened the next race, the same day, but the next race he was getting lapped again. And I was like, you know, what's going on? What are you doing? And then his mom was like, tell you what, don't ask him to ride again until he asks you to ride again and we'll play it from there and i'm like what i was like okay 
And well, Man. a year went by, <laughs> and uh, we went from racing every day to never again, mm. and uh, start, started selling bikes off. Like we waited a year and then started selling bikes off. And from I that, saw that little blue one for a long time. I'm pretty sure I saw gas in it. We just like yeah, that was the Loretta Lynn bike. Yep. <clears throat> um, and then I guess from there, there was a short time before I opened the gym here, and you guys started training. Yep. We played soccer for. Like a year, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Just kind of, I knew Lucas was playing it, so I was like, I'll do something and play out with him for a while. But then we had tournaments and games on Saturdays. So you guys were like, got to pick one. And yeah, so their mom, they were playing soccer and jujitsu ju at the same time. And their mom was like, you're, you can't keep missing the soccer games because you have a team relying on you. So either you need to quit soccer and, and start doing jujitsu tournaments or stop doing the jujitsu tournaments and play soccer. And they both chose jiu-jitsu so it was clearly in long enough for lucas like the jiu-jitsu enough to yeah. to give up the soccer to to compete in jiu-jitsu i was gonna say because at one point he didn't want to do the first tournament we did and yeah. so yeah had to you remember that story yeah. how that story go so our first tournament was naga we signed up for like the novice division like zero to six months and so it was no submissions like points only and Lucas had zero interest in competing like did not want to be there at all from what I remember yeah. um, and then we went and a bunch of our guys did good and I ended up winning and got a sword I think yep. it was one of the ones over there yeah and we we're like on the drive ride home and Lucas kind of looked at the sword and he was like hmm so when's the next tournament gonna be at and then he started competing a bunch and just like we used to or started competing like every weekend after that so yeah we got yeah. we got busy again we kind of went into that the same way we did the motocross is like yep. well if we're gonna do it we're going all in mm -hmm. and um from that point on you i mean do you remember how long it was before you started competing in divisions up from the division you should have been in not long because s7 when i had those like the nine matches and i was going against um to Lance and Jesse Crane, all them, that was already two divisions up from mine. Yeah. So, and that was within a year. I think I had just gotten my yellow belt before that tournament. So it was maybe just after a year. I don't know. Yeah. Everything was a year, um, right? Your belt, belt and wise. And we were in the up to six year division at tournaments. So it got pretty interesting quick. Yeah. So they, they learned, we, we drilled a lot. We trained a lot, but they had never put a gi on. So when it came to competing against the kids in no gi, the kids typically hadn't trained nogi as much as they trained gi so they were able to catch up really fast and, and so we just kind of fast-tracked everything and and got them you know uh if you can believe it they were able to get good at jujitsu without putting a gi on yeah. <laughs> as long as we you know they stayed technical and so tyler at one point um i mean how many times did you win battle for the ages uh Six? Yeah. Six times, I think. Well, five, it was five in, a, in the division. Five in the, the division. Yeah. yeah. And then that absolute or the lightweight absolute. So that's like at the time was like the biggest kids tournament in the world. We were mm -hmm. bringing guys in from all over the world, uh, little kids from eight years old to, to 17 years old. And and Tyler had won every time he had entered. He, he had won his bracket and then won the uh, another they added in some some weight classes or something there was no weight classes just age and then they added in some weight classes and he won the the other weight as well yeah so they added in a lightweight absolute which was like any age as long as you were under one i think it was 125 or something like, pretty light right yeah. and then there was the heavyweight one which was like any age above that so 
pretty sure I signed up for both because that's when I had to go against that kid that was like 215. Yeah, I was a big there. boy and you're 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the, the BFA matches. And then we went to uh, Kids Worlds in California a couple times. Mm -hmm. And we that got was, sick of that. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> the, the politics in that tournament mm -hmm. was a little bit horrible. Uh, horrible. We, um, we even went as far <laughs> trying to get a match, right, with, with one of the Rotolo brothers. Yep. What did we do so, for that? I mean, should we cover the first year? When yeah, they, like let's wrote do their that. names let's, in and yeah, let's do that. <laughs> uh, I think it was in pen. But so first year when we went, it was like a year and a half. You had been training. training a year and a half, yep. And we were in the division that was what, up to two years? Up to three. Up to three? Yeah, yeah because I, my argument was you could even be in that tournament or that bracket again the following year. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't be, but oh, yeah. technically you could uh, be. And my first match was a kid from Texas, um, Cooper Henry or yep. Henry Co Cooper, Cooper Henry. Um, and then there was like some other Brazilian kid. And we were looking at his bracket and we were like, all right, cool. And then the bracket like vanished from the tournament. And we were like, what the hell? Like, what mat am I supposed to be on? And I was 11, so I was like, I don't even know what's going on. I was just like going where I was told to go. Um, then the bracket works its way back, and it has Ty Rotolo written on the bottom in pen and Cade Rotolo written on top, right? It was both of them? Or no. Was it just one? That was just one of them. The other one went to a different division, and oh, they, they didn't the want to go against each other, mm -hmm. so they moved him into your bracket. Yeah, and they had been training at the time for six way longer years. than three. Six. Yeah. People were pulling up videos of them six years earlier. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to talk to the ref, but I was 11, so I was just like, I didn't know what to say to him. And the ref's actually a cool guy now. He started running, like, he was at Europa a few years. But I remember he was like, dude, like, this is the bracket you're in. And I was like, no. I was like, well, we've been training this long. These kids have not. And then he finally got it after, like, 30 minutes maybe. As um, shady as it out. was. So the brackets were made days before we even got to California. And we trained specifically for this tournament. We trained specifically to get ready to, to go out and win the the Kids World Championships. Lucas had already won, I think, when all this went on. Lucas had already won his yeah. bracket and it was done. And we were, our bracket left, came back with, was Ty, not Cade? Ty? I had, honestly, I don't know now. Came back with yeah, one of Rotolo's names written into the bracket. It is a, a bracket that is up to three years experience. And we knew for sure he had at least had six years. And my argument was, you can't put a kid that's been training six years in a, in a three or an under bracket. You know, uh, they said he didn't want to go against his brother. I said, okay, so move a weight class or move a, a you know move him up, but don't move him into our bracket. We we came here to to win this bracket, and the guy who was their guardian at the time, yeah, was like, what are you are you scared? Are you scared to, for them to do it? And I said, no, we're not scared, man. We came here to win. I was like. Uh, he, he literally has been training a year and a half. And then one of the Mendez brothers mouthed off and said something and I snapped back and was ready to go. Yeah. And there was like three of us and like 15 Brazilians. Mm -hmm. And uh, I finally convinced him. Finally, that one of the, the guys from the tournament comes over and says, oh, he's been training six years and this is a zero to three division. I said, yes. And he goes, okay, sorry. And he takes the kid out of it. And I told the guy who was with the Rotolos, Next year we'll be we'll move up even though we we don't have to we'll move up next year and be ready for this thing, and uh, they talk trash and whatever, and um, you went on to beat the kid. The dad is the coach at Rufus yeah. Sport now. Mm -hmm. um, the dad of the Brazilian kid, Daniel like Daniel Wanderlei. Oh yeah, Wander, yeah. And, and uh, Lucas or, or Tyler hits this. Was a mounted Kimura? The S mount Kimura. Yeah, and I put like my a, knee on his head. It was really super it was bad. sick it was S mount Kimura. <laughs> 
And the dad looks at me, and he was kind of on my side earlier with the Rotolos because he didn't want them in his kid's bracket either. And he looks at me and goes, you're a liar. He's not a yellow belt. Blah, blah. And I said, he literally just got his yellow belt. I promise he's a yellow belt. And he goes, he's been training longer than a year and a half. And I said, if you look a year and a half ago, all you're going to find online is him racing motocross. Like, he literally did not do jiu-jitsu more than a year and a half ago. And so he was mad at me. He goes, I'm a black belt. I know. And I said, like, I'm a black belt, too. And I know. And, and so drama, we left swearing we'd never come back. We got home. We're like, we're going back. Yeah, <laughs> we're going back next time. year, <laughs> and and wanted the Rotolos, like yeah. you know, and I, 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 we didn't want them in a a cocky or arrogant way. The the problem was, and it was a problem, is Tyler had been on a hundred match win streak. Okay, had been on. He'd won a hundred matches in a row, and we just didn't have the competition here mm-hmm. that at his age and weight that that we wanted. And those kids were supposed to be the best. And I was convinced in my head that Tyler has got to be one of the best. So the only way to find out is to, to compete against him, right? So yeah. we and went out there. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So who did I end up going against? Derek? Rayfield? Yes. Yeah. Um, but either way, when the bracket was set up, like what? right when we got there, you were what? talking to – wait, what? One of them was in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they got – I don't forget which one it was. It was one of their toes. They got switched out of it. And then it just left me and Derek, and we were like, what the heck? Like, and Derek Rayfield was from 10th Planet, and he came here and trained with us for a week. Um, he actually got his blue belt at, like, 14. It was really weird. Yeah. But uh, so then you go talk to you one of the Mendes. Was it before or after? After? I, I was think after. so, because it, that's when we realized he wasn't in the bracket anymore. So I beat Derek, and that's also the same match I realized I never wanted to go back there. Because if you remember, I locked up, like, six different submissions. They're like, I oh, can't do that. And so I watched someone else and I like, can't do that. And I watched someone else and I like, can't do that. I was like, dude, what, <laughs> like, what, what can, can I, I do? do? <laughs> yeah, I was freaking out. Um, so I ended up winning that match on points. And then you went to Mendez and you can cover the rest of that. Yeah, I, I saw him, his name was gone. And I was like, hey, where did he go? Where's the, where's the Rotolo? You know, we want to compete against him. And the guy says, oh, oh this year you want to do it? And last year you didn't? I said, yeah, last year we'd only been training a year and a half, so it wasn't fair. This year we've been training two and a half. It's fair now. We're <laughs> yeah. ready to go. And, and he goes, oh, so you want him? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay. So he turns around and says, I'll go to the table and put him back in the bracket. So he starts walking towards the table. The table's on the right. <laughs> on the right. And all of a sudden he veers to the left, never saw him again, and they never put him back in the bracket again. So, uh, yeah, it was like, okay, well, then it really sucked, you know, and, yeah. and uh, we, they won the, the tournament again, and we went home. Then the BFA, the Battle for the Ages tournament, started happening here yep. at our gym. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was in that church for the first two years, I think? First two or three years was at, at a church in, in um, I forget what city that was in, but yeah. over there. And we might have eventually ended up taking that more serious than world or kids worlds for sure even right off the bat we went and watched the gi one and i had justice scott in mind yep who wrestles for nevada yeah. i think um and he pretty much he wasn't like he didn't really choke many people i think he got some rear naked chokes but he would just walk out there suplex somebody yeah. like on repeat yeah <laughs> i was like okay His wrestling was, like, was obviously high level yeah um but i don't know which age group should we start at? well like the first bfa we went and watched it was gi yeah. And had we not gone to watch it, we might have got our butts kicked the next time because yeah. it was much higher level than we expected. And so we got to go home and train for the Nogi one 
Yeah, and isn't that the first one we went to when Roberto Jimenez flying <laughs> mounted a kid? Like, he went to jump guard, and he literally just killed, like, he flatlined the guy. There's two through. guys like this. Roberto Jimenez is here. Yeah. Runs at this guy, jumps guard, but hits him so hard, he knocks him over and lands in mount. I'm like, okay, this kid's serious. Yeah, yeah we all sat back, and we were like, what? <laughs> we're like, who is this kid? Because the other kid was um, Jake, or uh, good rest from Alvarez. So, Tyler, somewhere. Tyler's had total... Out of hundreds of jiu-jitsu matches, nine losses, mm -hmm. and redeemed all of them except for a couple that we never saw the guys again. But this kid, uh, who was your – it was Jaden, right? Two Lance? Uh, yeah, he was my yeah. first match. Jaden Two Lance was his first match, and Jaden Two Lance was one of the losses that he had earlier on uh, when he first started. And it had only been another year and a half or something yeah. like that. So but I – you know, he was nervous, and I yeah. was like, hey, you're going to find out right now how hard we've been working. You're going to find out the difference right now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, and didn't didn't believe me like always. And <laughs> and uh, how long that match go? So maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. I feel like we should quick part back to when I won however many matches in a row. How many of them do you think were the sitting arm bar once I figured it out? Over like, 24. Yeah. I want to say over a, a quarter of them. Yeah. He had won 100 matches in a row, and uh, – he would come out, tie up with a, a collar tie and a tricep, and without flying, it was a, basically a sitting, sitting flying armbar, mm -hmm. would sit and armbar the kids, and they were done in 10 seconds. Yeah, I, a lot of really quick ones. I would just walk out, their collar tie, sit, armbar, leave. And like, their parents would tell them to watch out for it, yeah. and they would still get it. Um, but that's what I ended up getting on two, Lance, is he tried to like come out, wrestler, like hit me hard, and I just grabbed his arm, sat, armbarred him. And I got up and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, like, I looked as I told you. Yeah, well, that was way different because <laughs> our first match, he, he beat me in like maybe a minute. Did he? Yeah. Did he you? Mm -hmm. What was it? It was a, uh, he literally like, it was at S7 when uh -huh. I bumped up. He hit like a cartwheel or something and he like had an arm bar and he, I think he scissor choked me with his legs. Oh, yeah. And I was like 11. I was yeah, like, well, what was that? I haven't seen that like, yet. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that was your first match that day. Your second match was? Um, Iverson White. Oh, yes. He was second. Mm -hmm. um, trying Triangle. with him. Yep. Um, I think mounted. Or it was like I was on bottom and came to mount. And yeah. then Justice Scott would be the next one, right? Yep. Yeah. And that match I won on a decision. Yeah, that, that was, was the one. I was trying not to get thrown. <laughs> didn't tap the kid, but uh, that's when I, I was already confident in your mm. guard. Do you remember that conversation during yeah. the match? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. This kid's. Trying to pass Tyler's guard, and Tyler's guard, for anybody who doesn't know, was just like the most dangerous place you could ever be in a jiu-jitsu match, and never got passed, and and sub people nonstop, and his dad is screaming, and we're in a room that is quiet. We're in a church, yeah. That is, a, we're in a room in a church with one mat, and they're going, and there's probably 25 people in the room, and his dad's yelling, "Pass his guard! Just pass his guard! Justice, pass his guard! Pass his guard!" And finally, I said, "Tyler." He's not going to pass his guard. Him and his dad knows he's not going to pass his guard. So just start, start attacking him. And so Tyler comes up on a, on, a, on a front headlock and gets yanked up and ends up getting kind of a sweep out of it. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. But I was, I was confident at that time. I was like, no, one's, no kid's passing his guard. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, it was, it was not going to happen. And how long were the matches? It was like six minutes and then it would be six a three-minute three overtime. overtime. Yeah. yeah. And it just went the whole time, and he never got past. <laughs> it was no. just a super long. Never like, got close to passing. No. So then, a couple BFAs there, moves to here. Yep. And and he's still 
on this streak. Actually, if you want to be funny, yeah, so. <laughs> let's be honest and we'll tell you how his 100 match win streak got broken. This is pretty tragic. I don't even know if we should talk about this. <laughs> I might have to leave. <laughs> um, you want me to cover it? Go for it, yeah. So we were at Europa. Yep. And the year after this, I had a crazy bracket there with Mason Woodward. Um, I just gone against Taggett the night before, or the night before, and somebody else. But I, there was some random kid in the bracket, and I don't, I don't remember. I think I got like third, maybe. Um, and I have this girl first, and I was like, all right, whatever. And she jumps guard, and I'm stuck on top, and she just squeezes and Close holds. Guard. Yeah, for it was like a three minute match. Yeah, it was, it was only super minutes. short. And I couldn't break her out. I kept trying to like jump around, do something. And she didn't really attack anything. Nope. She really just sat there. And the ref gave it to her. And that's how I lost after that long. <laughs> when the round ended, it was Tyler on top and her guard. Yep. Three minutes had passed. They stood up and the ref raised her hand. That was like probably losing the state championship. Yeah. <laughs> like it was devastating because he had literally beaten so many really good guys in those mm. hundred matches that that was the that was the breaking point yep and then you went on another one yeah <laughs> and, and then you went like, on that really one. just end like that like that was yeah yeah um but then so, she was my first match back here yeah, she at came BFA. to bfa here at the tournament it was his and first I was match like, hell no <laughs> i literally just snapped her down uh anaconda rolled choked her left <laughs> <So> like <laughs> 20 seconds in i was like i need to just finish this off like <laughs> get out of here um i remember i think she was like about to jump guard i was like we're not going yeah, through this again we're not going <laughs> but, there but yeah so so here we are again, the, the tournament's here now, and we're trying to get you good matches. You've beaten some really, really good guys, you know, all, everyone from Texas. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when we put out the, the call. Yeah. Um, so I think that was, was that before the next BFA here? We wanted them here at it? Yes, like we it, wanted them. we were setting up like super fights and stuff. Yes. And that's when Roberto went against this kid from Florida. Yep. Um, he beat him, and we had like, Jasmine Johnson and Jesse Crane went against each other. It was another super fight, and we had a bunch of those trying to set up. So and then the other, the, who are the two bigger girls that were real good that almost got in a fight on our mat. Oh, Kayla. Um, Ka yeah, Kayla. Who did she go against? The the girl that there's a video of her subbing a bunch of guys in a park. Oh, Riley. Uh, Riley Breedlove. Yes, Riley Breedlove, and then, and, yeah. and Kayla, that match got crazy. Kayla, what's her last name? Uh, She's a state champ from Mar Arlington Martin, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. And that match was wild. Yeah. The parents were just going crazy the whole time. Uh, but Anyway, there's some great super fights, and we were trying to set up another one for him. Yeah. So we we had you call the Rutolos or call their somebody? We had. I didn't want to do it myself, so I had, um, uh, what's his name that was running? Raymond? Ray, uh, yeah. yeah running run the tournament. Uh, Roland. Oh, wait, Roland. Um, yeah. Trying to call it. and set like, this wait. up. But uh, I was trying as hard as I could, so I was literally putting out thousand dollar offer pretty much we were like dude just come have this like super fight with me um it was literally just gonna be one match with either one of them we yeah we asked for either rotolo because they were I both said we get two everything. plane tickets one to one of the kids and one to a, a parent or coach yep and a thousand dollars for them to come here and do a super fight with tyler and they so i still never put on a gi at this point i was no gi only even up until now and they responded with we will do it only if he puts on a gi so they wanted me to do something that I've never done before um, for the one match they would kind of decide, like, if I was on their level or not. And I feel like them saying that kind of gave us the clear that we, or that I was, sort of, that they, like, turned down Nogi. And, I mean, it's right. kind of weird now looking back at it because now, now they're, they're like super stud the Nogi best, guys. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, the best, best Nogi, Nogi. everything. Yeah. Um, 
So it was really weird that they turned down at that point, and we were like, all right, whatever, just we'll get ready for the normal tournament. But, yeah, it was unfortunate. <laughs> so from that point on, high school wrestling was about to start, I guess, for you, you guys started wrestling at that point, yeah. right? Somewhere in that area, you started wrestling as an eighth grader, getting mm -hmm. to go into the high school and wrestle with Luke's team. Yep. Kind of had a red shirt high school year. Pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, wrestled, or yeah, then wrestled through high school. Still competed mm -hmm. in jiu-jitsu during that time. Anytime we had a, a break of no wrestling, we would do yeah. some jiu-jitsu matches. I, mean, I did two more BFAs. Cause I stopped when I was 16. Yeah. So I did the, or no, I, I don't even think I did the 16 year old one. Yeah. No, 15. Yeah, maybe 15. I might have stopped then because we did the first one, and that's when um, Colton Zizlaff came and trained. Yep. And then he was like, yeah, we're not going to do BFA. Then he trained with us for a while, and then he was like, I'm actually going to sign up for it. Or, like, he ended up in the bracket. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> but after that, we were pretty much done. We did the one year where we, we traveled. Yep, pretty much got sick of Texas. We went to Arizona, um, Mississippi, or Tennessee. Or both. 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 Um, did tournaments in all three of those. Yeah. and Went to London for Luke, but you weren't old enough to compete in IBJJF. Yep. But that was the same year when, when he was – 2016, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, you didn't lose anything. Didn't nope. lose a match. Yep. That was pretty Competed. <laughs> you can tell your You can tell your story if you want about the, the – Luke told his story about the John Wick guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the judo pros, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. Um, which state was that in? Was that Tennessee? That was in Tennessee. At Fuji? What was that? Yeah. No, not Fuji. Yeah. Oh, no, Fiji. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was mixing with the water. Yeah, uh, Fuji. So we signed up for the, I forget what division we were in. I think it was the highest one. And yeah, yeah, for sure. it was like those two brothers were there. And pretty much we heard that they were super good at judo. And I was like, what they were good at. They were always one in Tennessee. And we were like, all right, whatever, cool. Um, and did Lucas go before me? Um, his first match was. There was like no. some other different kid in the bracket. Yeah, yeah. He might have won against. I don't remember. Um, but either way, me and his kid are about the same size. He yeah. was like we're in the same weight class, and I literally walk out, and he like grabs an underhook, and I was like, oh okay, and he like reached for another one, and I lock up double overs, and I was kind of looking around, and I was like, this is kind of weird. Like he hasn't thrown me yet, and I remember hearing you in the corner. You were like, screw it, just throw him, and I was like. All right, and I literally threw my hips in and just sent this kid, and I was like, "That was really weird." Like, feet, feet overhead, yeah. flat to the back. I was like, and then Whoa. he ends up in the John Wick movie with his brother. And I was like, "This is rigged." Like, <laughs> like I don't know why that wasn't us. Um, but yeah, he was Keanu Reeves' judo. They were the yep. judo coaches for him in the Pretty movie, much. or they for the, the movie, and then they were in the movie. Yeah, he was the Russian kid in the second one. Yeah, I think. yeah. They were like training in the room when he walked in. Yeah, and but yeah, it was really weird. I threw him, and then I think I just got a camera right after that, but. Yeah. yeah, right when I threw it, I was like, that was really weird. I don't think that was supposed to happen, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, then from there, uh, I, think you had, I think you had another match that day, mm -hmm. and then we came back and then went to Mississippi. In Mississippi, we, we, we did an AGF, and Lucas oh, yeah. had those MMA guys, and you had the kid in a, a Superman, uh, mm -hmm. I think, or something red or, and blue, but I you did that. Like Captain you did America the, the De La Hiva to the back. Yep. There was so that was – I was like 105 pounds, yeah. and that kid was like 150, I think. I, they bumped me up a bunch because there was like nobody there. Yeah. And I remember he threw me really quick. He was like a wrestler or whatever and just walked out and launched me because I was tiny. And I was like, whoa, all right, and like whatever. Um, was it the first match that I hit that? Yeah. Like De La Hiva straight to the back, and then he, went all the way around to a Peruvian on front. He grabs the ankle, and he kind of looks over at me like, 
and then he does it. I was like, yeah, yeah. go for it. We barely even really drilled it at that point. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, he looked like he had super glue on his hands and feet. He went bink, 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 bink behind him, yeah. sits him in his lap. The kid's falls forward. He takes his back. And I was just like, me and Lucas just looked at each other. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> FYI, we call him the chosen one because he could literally, his luck is, he could, it's not all he luck because he works his butt off, but he could literally walk onto a mat, trip and fall, and land on the guy and pin him, you know, pin the guy. It just, it always <laughs> falls in his favor. And uh, it was like everything you tried was just money. It was bing, 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 mm-hmm. and end up on the back. And then I, I forget who your second kid was that day or what. It was him again. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think I think I just pulled guard because I didn't want to get launched again. Yeah. Or honestly, maybe he threw me again. I don't even know. But I got to close guard, and then I remember he was kind of being a jerk, like just clubbing me side to side trying yeah. to get out. And then I think I just got an arm bar, arm bar. at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was the only kid I went against all weekend. Arizona. Uh, deadlift, that, you yanked that kid's arm off. Jackhammer armbar, jet from home base. Yep. Who did Lucas have there? He had that he had, really good kid from he had two World, good kids. like Brazilian or something. Yeah, I we were too. actually looking across the way watching guys compete in gi, yeah. and they looked really slick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, be ready just because you might have one of those kids. They're, yeah. They were teens in the men's division yeah. doing what, what they normally do in, in the brackets, and sure enough, they came over and – as soon as the nogi started, it was Luke and that kid first, and I was like, okay. And then he smoked him, and I was yeah. like, okay. Killed him. We were like, all right, sweet. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we, we went to California. You had a super fight in California. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Russ's tournament. My foot might still hurt from that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> How'd His that go? still got to be sore. I don't know. So, that kid was good, right? Yeah. Um, so Russ was saying he, like, had – he lost, like – by points or maybe he got subbed like late by one of the Rotolos I remember yeah. like earlier that year and I was like alright cool so like, he's pretty good um, but they beat him so like, okay like, I can beat him uh, but I forgot how it started I think I sat and, and he just jumped immediately on jumps on my foot and we hadn't even done legs much at all no, really barely. like even defense or anything and he just starts cranking on my foot I remember my foot popped and I was like okay I'm not going to tap to this but like it was burning and I was like damn that sucks <laughs> and I eventually I think I like healed in, got my foot out, and I'm back on my feet, and I was like, okay, that hurt a lot. I was like, I'm not gonna sit like that again, but I'm like limping towards them. So I jumped to close guard, and as I'm falling, grab a Kimura and just tore it. Like I remember he, like, we were spinning for a second, right? Yeah, like, you, you actually, like, you actually cl- jumped up on close guard, yeah. then reached over and grabbed it, and it was still tucked in, yeah. and you yanked and yanked until you guys fell, and as you fell, man, it came out and pop, yeah. like real loud. It was. It was, it was far. Uh, I swear his head or hand like smacked the back yeah. of his head, like all the yeah, way back like, behind. Oh. I was like, ooh, yeah. Um, uh, but that was, I was talking to, to Lucas on here about it. Was everyone kept saying that the jujitsu in California was better? Yeah. You know, and that you know you guys might not be on the level. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, if we're being honest, the jujitsu in Southern California was was I started yeah. it, you mm-hmm. know. And then when I moved here, it wasn't like I lost it. Yeah. So I trained you guys with, you know, obviously good jiu-jitsu. So when we went back there, Luke ran through the men's men's pro division, and you won your super fight. And I was like, okay, well, they're clearly on the level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> jiu-jitsu is clearly on the level there, too. And, uh, yeah, because Lucas beat that, uh, what's it, that? The Josh the Barnett guy? guy? Like he was, oh, him, too. Did yeah. he end up going against that guy in the singlet? Or did that guy end up losing? I don't know. The guy he had in the finals – Looked really good, yeah. Through and his old, through right? the bracket, yeah. Like, yeah. Short jack guy, and I said, "Hey, just just do your best. Go out there and mm-hmm. do your best. You know, be prepared, whatever." And he grabbed a guillotine right off the bat, 
that did not look tight at all. No. And I looked and I said, I can't tell if it's tight, but he just brought his hand up like he's going to tap. If you yeah. feel like you have it, go ahead and squeeze. And he squeezed a little more, and the guy tapped. I was like, yeah. holy crap, like, did we wow. really get out of here that easy? I was like, right didn't on. Then that guy like have his baby on the podium Yeah, on the podium, he was holding his kid yeah. and on the second place thing, and mm -hmm. Luke standing on the first place thing was just like. like maybe 16 yeah. at the time. He was like, yeah, everyone, oh, cool. you were 16 at the time. Mm -hmm. Or he was, you were 15. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Jiu-Jitsu, do you remember your record? I don't exactly. I don't know how many wins it was. I think it's somewhere 200, 200 and something. Something like 210 and 9. Yeah, and 9. 210 and 9. And, and again, the 9 uh, ended a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And you redeemed you know, everyone that we saw again. Yeah, I think um, the last person I lost to was not even the big kid. I think it was Seth Kalen. And I beat him again the first tournament back at BFA. Yeah, I beat him back It here. was that tournament that I had the big kid. I forget. Um I don't know. Oh, yeah. What's funny is you and Lucas were always so close in, in jiu-jitsu, you know, back and forth with each other. But since he was bigger, the mm -hmm. day you lost to that big guy, Lucas had him in his bracket. Lucas triangled him for you. And yep. he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, <"Sweet." laughs> like uh, I got this. Yeah, some of the losses I didn't really have a chance to make up. Like Austin Orende, yeah. when I was 13, he was 16. Yeah. And he, like, had a triangle and literally, like, punched me in the throat. <laughs> he was like, all right, you're going to tap. I was like, all right, <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh it was him and the big guy that I really haven't gotten any back from. Yeah. I think that might've been it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, the other, actually the other one that you had early on, uh, Lucas redeemed that oh, one yeah, for you Lucas too. That Manny Elizondo. Elizondo. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, he that was, was huge. that was at a BFA. You won your bracket. Then yeah. in the same day, moved up to the next age group and yep. went in their bracket Yeah, and, uh, won, a couple, right? Yeah. And I was, lost I was him the in the finals. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So I awesome. beat the first two kids. And okay, so let's let's jump into high school wrestling. Sweet. Um, so it's about a hundred pounds. <laughs> high school year. wrestling. Yeah. I'll just give a recap of your your weight real quick. Sweet. Freshman year, he was about a hundred pounds wrestling one oh six. Sophomore year, he was about hundred and fourteen pounds wrestling one oh six. Junior year, he was 126 pounds wrestling 106. Yeah. We figured out the cutting game and got it down pat. Yeah. And weird enough, the second year when I was only 114 was the one year that I actually missed weight once. Yeah. Because um, I was 106, like, and a half. Point two. Went to sleep. Yeah. And then oh. I woke up the next morning, and I was still that. And I, that's the only time that's ever happened to me. And I swear to this day, I didn't wake up or sleepwalk and eat something. <laughs> but maybe I did. Um, but that day ended up getting interesting. And I think I kind of liked it anyways because – then I had to go against you know Harley Williamson or yep. Harley Williams, super weird that kid. His shoulders like kid? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like his shoulders pretty much came off and reattached. Uh, but and I had to wrestle Broderick, Green, like all those guys. Um, by the way, first year did pretty well. I went thirty-five and nine. I think it was my record that year. Um, I lost to Cortez five times, who now yeah. boxes here. Um, so and funny story. There were, there were kids. Broderick Green, Baylor Stewart, uh, Noah Miller, um, I forget who else, but all of those kids trained here. They were all very good wrestlers. They've been training longer than Tyler, and they all lost to this kid, Cortez. And uh, like in so, a row. Yeah, in a row, back to back to back. And we're <laughs> mm -hmm. like, and then we're, Tyler has a duel uh, coming up against, against the colony, which has got Cortez in it. And uh, we're like, you know, doesn't yeah. matter what happens, just go mm -hmm. out and do your best. Obviously, he beat those guys. And none of them thought I could beat him either. 
They're yeah, like, no. oh, yeah, good luck Thursday, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I have a duel against him. And they were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, we all just lost to him. <laughs> I was like, all right. Tyler goes out there and spanks him 9 yeah. 3. It's 9-1 with a couple seconds left, and the guy's about to get a takedown. I was like, let him get behind you. Don't don't, don't yeah. risk anything. Just let him go. So he gives him two and, and goes 9-3. But he had picked this kid up over his head, took him down, dumped him, gets a referee position, and the kid looks over at his coach like, who the hell is this kid? He did that, and I was looking over at you guys like, I might be able <laughs> yeah, to win this. He's like, I can win <laughs> like, this. We both looked separate ways. We we're like, oh. Uh, then, being a good coach, the colony brings in a guy that graduated and breaks down the video of Tyler and Cortez. Yep. And Cortez beats Tyler five times after that by like one or two points yeah. every time mm -hmm. for the next five times that they, they went. It was very frustrating. Yeah, very frustrating. But it was kind of weird because like, I feel like he like we were friends, but not friends. Like it yeah. was cool, but like his at dad regionals, was super cool. Got along with his dad really well. Yeah, at regionals like um, it was. The semis, so pretty much like if you won, you were going to state. And if you didn't, I would have had um, that one Mexican kid on the back that I was in overtime with that morning. Oh, and yeah. I ended up beating Broderick last second, and I'm getting a reversal and back points. And Cortez saw me losing the whole time, so he was like, okay, I'm going to have Broderick tomorrow. And I saw him in the hallway, and I was like, dude, I was like, I won. And he was like, no way. It literally hugs me. And then he was like, dude, we'll wrestle like again tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> for the fifth or sixth time. Um, but he was so about it. He was like, all right, cool. And then, I mean, Broderick ended up winning back anyways. So what did you wrestle for? That 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 was regionals. Yeah. What'd you wrestle for a position first? first? I got second. Yeah, but, but you yeah, wrestled first. Cortez for the in the finals. Yep. So in that match with Broderick, that was the match to go to state, right? I was down. Yeah, I was yeah. down two zero for five and a half minutes yeah. of the match, probably. <laughs> All of a sudden, um, and Jen's got a picture. Tyler yeah. gets a reversal, and Broderick's legs are spread like this, and Tyler's head's underneath like this. I was like, with an ear to ear <laughs> smile, because yeah. he knew that was the that was the the reversal that was putting him at state, mm -hmm. and then uh, it was like a reversal straight to a Turk to his back, and I was sitting yeah. there, and I was like, no way, I'm <laughs> that going has happened. To state. Yeah, <laughs> and then runs into Cortez again at the at the finals that day or the next day. Yeah, and then uh, Lasso got second, went to state. Yep, and at state I just went two and two, uh, lost to the kid, who got third, and then lost to Carson Johnson. I think he got. He might the have placed, I'm not kid. sure. Yeah, he might yeah. have gotten sixth. Uh, I'm pretty sure he beat Cortez, actually, later that day. But, yeah. So, went two and two. And who won state that year? Oregon. Jonathan Oregon. Jonathan Oregon. <laughs> All right. So, then the second year comes around. Yep. You're a sophomore, uh, still wrestling 106. Mm -hmm. And how'd that season go? Good. I went probably, I forget. I think it was... I think I had like a pretty low amount of matches. It was like thirty something and two, or thirty one and two, or something 31 like that. And two. Yeah, it wasn't that many. Who was your first loss to? Um, I think it was Parker. Wait, was it was already it, him? Was it him already sophomore year? Oh no no no. Um, I lost to Broderick because I missed weight. Oh, that's right. Um, bumped up, had to wrestle him, and I lost by like two points. It yeah. was like eight six or something like that, six four. Um, Weighing one hundred six point two, wrestling one thirteen. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that was unfortunate, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Either way, I think the rest of the season, I forget who else. I lost to one other kid. Oh, I mean, in the, the two finals. was in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, get to get to state and kind of ran through to the finals, right? Uh, yeah. Do you have any hard matches? Um, Do you remember that year? Ooh, I messed up something about my record. Hold on. No, no, no. I had five losses my okay. sophomore year because I lost to Baylor at districts. Yeah, I lost to Baylor in the finals of districts. 
and then beat him back in the finals of regionals, which put him on the same side as Oregon State, which we're like, oh, sweet. Like, uh, that's kind of perfect how that played out. And Baylor ends up getting pinned by him. Um, but I end up winning my whole side. I forget who I had on the so way. not five. You had Broderick and Baylor that you lost to. Yeah, there were some other ones. It, it was definitely five, five, though. Yeah, that would put me at 17 total. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forget who the other ones were, though. Okay. And then runs into Jonathan Ortegon again. Uh, or not again, but for the first time, it runs into him in the finals. This is the kid that won as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He now wins as a sophomore. Yeah. Beats you. 14-2. to 14-2. to It two. was bad. None, no butt. part of that match was good. I don't even remember it happening. It was like state finals as a sophomore yeah and literally had just started wrestling the year before Mm -hmm. so uh that was that was devastating for you yeah but that sucked but we knew (laughs) the kid was a stud right he had not lost a match in texas Mm -hmm. junior year kind of went on a run yeah um i didn't lose a match until wrestling parker for the first time at that colony tournament yep um and i didn't even know who he was he was pretty young at the time but close yeah um, I forget. That one might have been decently bad. He didn't major me, but he had a decent amount of points. Like he was, it could have been like four or five. And I was like, damn, I don't even know who that was. Um, and he got up and did the whole like eating celebration to his brother. And I was like, damn, right. I, was like, I don't like you now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, either way, that was the only time I wrestled him that whole season. I uh, then went on to win the rest. I had LJ in the finals of everything, um, district regionals and state. And it got kind of close there for a second at regionals. I remember yeah. uh, it was like 2-0. And he went and told everybody, he's like, dude, I'm going to beat him at State. He's like, I'm going to beat Tyler State. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, blah, blah. <laughs> so I just kept wrestling. He was whatever. And then at State, it was pretty good my way. Like, I got quick takedown. And then the next period, I got an escape and a takedown right off the bat. And then I got, like, back points later. And I ended up winning 9-2. Yeah. And, yeah. So that was put a cap on that season. And... That was my deal to move up from 106 was to win state. Right. So I was finally done cutting. So he wins, he, he wins state as a, as a junior. Yep. And Jonathan Ortegon is in a different weight and wins state a for his third time. Still yeah. had not lost a match in Texas. He beat Broderick in the finals at your 120. So was we were Broderick all still. in the finals? Yep. Okay. He, lost, he beat him like 6'4", 8'4", something like yeah. that. And I was like, I was actually pretty close. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he had pinned the first two guys, yeah. or his first guy. But So senior year, how'd that um, go? So I, after I was done at 106, ate everything, got all the way up to 154-ish. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll go like 126. Like I kind of got used to losing that much weight. So um, ended up making that cut. I was pretty skinny again. But the first time I made it was for preseason nationals. Um, and oh. Oh, I wasn't done at 106. Let's go back. Let's yeah. go back to, to we missed junior tournament year. There. Went to Virginia Beach Nationals, yep. and I made 106 for the final time there. Um, but preseason nationals, the first time was junior year before oh, yeah. season started. Mm-hmm. Let's tell so, that story. Oh, God. So this might be the worst weight-cutting story I might have for the rest of my life, hopefully, because um, yeah. I feel like I've got it a little bit more down now. But that was just a horrible trip. So USA through. Nationals, the preseason nationals in Iowa. Yep. And we drove to Iowa, mm-hmm. and uh, me, you, and Luke. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That first it was only time, us three. Yep, us three. And uh, man, how many gyms did we stop at? So we stopped at one on the way there. At least one. 
Well, we stopped at one to just use the sauna uh -huh. and like the steam room, whatever. And there was definitely one more, um, but we did like an actual workout there. Yeah. And then we finally got there and just started going to that. Uh, I forget what it was. It was like a kind of like a training center. Like it had everything. It had like workout rooms, different sport rooms. Yeah. And I was just bouncing back and forth from a sauna to a steam room for. For whatever reason. I don't know how many hours. He was not losing weight. At all. And between our drive to Iowa, the stopping at the gyms and cutting weight, and and uh, numerous times getting there, he put in, I, I want to say, 25 five-minute rounds in a yeah. sauna in plastics and hoodies and all that stuff. Yeah. And was he bad. was, I have a picture of him sitting on the ground, and he just looks like, he, he looked terrible. Looked like yeah. he was going to, like, like he wasn't going to make it. Mm -hmm. And... So we, we get to the weigh-ins, and how, how much over were you? The last time? The time before we went, well, we ran right back. Uh, I, was point, I was about a half pound over. Yeah, about a half pound over, and, there was like, what, and we had 45 minutes. 45, we had 45 yeah. minutes left to make weight, or he wasn't going to be able to wrestle. Mm -hmm. So we run out of this building, run through the parking lot, get in the car, race back to this gym. And it's freezing outside, so anytime I step yeah. outside, everything just stops. Yeah, stops. It's like it, clear it's 30 degrees or ice less, outside. I think. And so we get back in this gym. He gets back in the sauna, steam room, sauna, steam room. And, and he's sweating a little bit, and, but not a lot, but he's sweating a little bit. Yeah. And we didn't know what he weighed, but we had to leave because we were running out of time. So we're like, let's just go. We got to see what we'll see. And the bad part was I had to weigh in a singlet. Yes. Which was really annoying because I was like, I could have been on, but now I had to go cut this extra little bit again. And it was kind of my fault because the time before we went back to check, I was like, no, I'm done. I was like, I have to be on weight and i wasn't so we had to run all the way back there again but uh then i made it did, you, did you do anything crazy to make weight no no i didn't <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna skip over that okay. <laughs> we're just gonna yeah um besides the sauna coverage <laughs> yeah um, are you sure i'm positive um yeah we're good pj is over there like you're leaving me hanging high and dry no, we, we can get to that after the video cuts but <laughs> it's just i don't know if we can have that as public information i was a child we did he did eat laxatives yeah did drink a take a water pill one step further we'll get we won't talk about it yeah we'll continue with the story <laughs> so so we get there and he makes weight yeah i was 0.2 under so that's a little extra but we show up the next day to uh, preseason nationals in iowa and sure enough man tyler runs the bracket yep. and i'm watching this kid win on the other side of the bracket and i told lucas before the finals i said if this kid makes it to the finals tyler's going to beat him in the finals i said stylistically He's not the guy that's going to beat Tyler. Tyler's going to beat this kid in the finals. And sure enough, they, they're about to walk out on the mat. And I, when me and Luke are sitting in the corner, cornering, and I lean over. I said, he's about to be a freaking national champ right yeah. now. And sure enough, walks out, cradled him up, and pinned him, right? Yeah. It was so the only pin. The first period, yeah. The first period ends up taking me down. Oh, yeah. Right at the end. Uh, he, like, had a single on the edge. He's up 2-0? Yeah. And I was just looking at the clock. I was like, okay, I'm chilling. And he did, like, whip, caught my other foot. And it was literally like two seconds left, took me down. I was like, wow. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, that was just completely fumbled the whole bag there. But then he looked at his coaches and he goes, I'm going to go down. And they were like, don't let him put in legs, like yelling it. And I was like, damn, like, how do they already know this? So he starts with his knees together. And I was like, I feel like that's a really dumb strategy for that because I literally just crossed it and he fell straight to his butt. And I never even threw a leg in, I don't think, because he fell to his butt, straight to a cross face cradle, cartwheeled over and pinned him. And that, like, was, that was that was <laughs> a uh, 
the only pin in the finals yeah, all of the all through. the weight classes, all the way through. It was pretty awesome. USA Wrestling gave them, was it Nike? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Nike and USA Wrestling gave them an outfit like to wrestle. It was like shorts and a rash guard. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, got to uh, got to be national champion. Yep. Okay, so then we went through the junior year, one state, went to postseason nationals, Virginia Beach, did well there. Yeah. And then uh, senior year. Uh, preseason back to preseason again. Yeah, Sweet. drive so, back to Iowa. This cut was beautiful. I was not about to have a round two of what happened the year before. Uh, he was telling me to drink a bunch of water, and I was like, all right. And I probably left at like six over maybe, yeah. and Jacob didn't listen as much, and he left probably even closer to weight than I was. I was pre- I was definitely a little bit more over than he or more over than him. But we stopped and wrestled at this gym. What gym was that? It uh, was – um, you like knew the coaches. Yeah, dude that used to train here. And we're yeah. wrestling, and I'm sweating a bunch, and he's like barely sweating. And he's like dying. Like, I was just wrestling with him, and he started falling over. And I am within like a pound yeah. at one point. I was like, oh, I killed that. And he had barely lost anything. And it was the point that whole practice, I was like hitting him, lifting him up. I was like, we can't leave until you take me down. And he was like, what the hell, dude? And I just <laughs> kept pushing. We wrestled for like maybe another 15 minutes. Yeah. And um but i ended up making weight easy i think it was yeah. later that night or maybe even the next day like i got it down quick um and we my paid, bracket was way bigger we this paid time. for the early way in oh yeah just to get yeah. that done and yeah. i had a 90 98 yeah something like that huge bracket um, 98 man bracket and in my opinion that day was the best wrestling day you've ever had um pretty solid to not to ruin the plot or the the end but he lost in the finals to a yeah. kid that had already signed with uh, Cornell. Cornell, um, real good stud again. wrestler. Lost three zero. Yeah, but there was seven matches, six matches before that. Yep. And man, it was it was literally he had beaten a state champ from here, a state champ from there, a state champ from there, and just ran through this bracket to get to this kid. And, and ended up, my semifinal match was that kid's like. Not his friend, I don't think, but they wrestled like similar schools. This and guy? You remember no. That guy? Oh yeah, I do remember that guy. That was really weird. I don't know. I forget where he was from. He was walking out and looked at his coaches, and he was like, "Watch this." He goes, "I'll be right back." Yeah, and we're like, <laughs> walks out there and like, "You will be right back." You <laughs> <laughs> will be right back. Got cradled and pinned. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but, semifinals match was from the same place the guy you had in the finals. Yeah. Okay. Um, remember that super jacked kid? I got a reversal right at the end. Yeah. Um, and oh, yes, yes. I was like in the splits. He was super strong. And I remember right off the bat, he clubbed me and threw me, like <laughs> threw my head off. And like I went like 10 feet back and I stood straight up, looked over at you. And I think it was Jacob because I don't think Lucas was there that year. He, he like literally shoves me and I fly back 10 feet and I stand straight up and look at you guys. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what is this kid on? <laughs> like, he literally just launched me. And you were like, all right, come on. I was like, all right, whatever. And it was 0 0. Then I rode him a whole period. Then I chose down and. They were pretty quick periods, right? Were they only twos or were they a minute and a half? They were they were uh, the second periods. Yeah, the first one was normal, then the second yeah. two were short, minute yeah. and a half. Um, and I remember a guy saying there was like 15 seconds left, and he had a leg in, but I was like split, and I kind of slowly hit a switch, and for some reason he reached over my head, and my head was down. You were like head up, and I literally just looked up, slowly spun, got on top, and I was like, oh, it was like short time, five seconds left, and yeah end up winning that one so awesome pretty good year besides the finals so that was the year we were so at this point in time between luke and tyler 
there had been maybe 600 matches between jiu-jitsu and wrestling yeah. combined between the two of them. I've, I had never missed a match. I'd never missed uh, one of their matches. We were on the way home in a rental car, and my girlfriend at the time is driving the rental car. Yeah. And we left, we left to drive through the middle of the night in order to get to a tournament. Lucas, while we're gone, decides he wants to compete in a tournament. He hadn't competed in forever. Yeah. And he, he is a brown belt, and he hadn't competed a brown belt yet, and he said he wanted to compete. So we're, I'm like, okay, let me, let me, I'll hurry up when we're done here, and we'll just race home through the night and get there. Well, we left in just enough time to get there for the match. So we're flying through the night. She's driving, and all of a sudden, boom, in the middle of the night, we hit an animal, destroy the front of this car, tear the radiator out, and we end up pulled over to the side of the road. And I'm like, holy crap. We all yeah. woke up, and we're just like sitting there like, oh, my God. I'm in the passenger seat. Probably the scariest thing that's ever happened in my life. We're in the middle of nowhere. It is oh, black outside. We're, in, we're on the side of the freeway in the, in the grass. I open my door to turn, and a guy is walking two feet from me. He's walking past me. He looks at me like that and then looks ahead and keeps walking. I shut the door, and I sat up. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell was <laughs> Where that? Where did he come from? <laughs> and I watch him just walk into the dark, and he's gone. Yeah. And I was just like... That was, it was literally the scary. I, I opened the door and looked. He could have easily hatcheted me if he wanted to kill me. Like, there was nothing I could have done because I was, I was so caught off guard. I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, we, we, he's gone. We finally get a hold of a tow truck. They take probably 30, 40 minutes to get to us. And yeah. by the time they get to us, it's a one, a big, big truck, flatbed with one seat across the front it's yeah. me you her jacob and the guy yeah. in the front seat mm -hmm. and we're piled on each other this guy starts driving one way for a ways yeah we realize the rental car place the only place we could go to is 90 minutes backwards so at this point there's really no way we can get to lucas's match and i'm freaking out so this guy turns around at, first of all we start driving. It was probably a couple miles before there was an exit. And, and a couple miles down, we look over and we see the guy still walking on the side of the road. Yeah. I was like, there he is! And then while we were figuring out about the time, remember he pulled over and he was like, yeah. I'm going to get a coffee. He like, gets off the freeway like, and, and is going to, <laughs> to right stop now? to get coffee. Yeah. And we're like, what the heck? I got to hurry. And our feet are burning because the motor of this thing is like right here. And, yeah. and everyone's on fire. It was terrible finally got to the rental car place they dropped off the guy drops down the flatbed leaves mm -hmm. this we run over get in a different one and start driving um we got i, I think we were all the way it, it was actually closer than expected we got to oklahoma and uh had to pull over at like 9 9 30 in the morning and brandon quick Coach Lucas, yeah, and I think Garrett, Garrett uh, Ford from Ground Fighter, yep. recorded it for me or, mm -hmm. or live streamed it for me. So I got to sit there and watch him, and I didn't know Brandon Quick was coaching him, but I can hear Brandon in the background. All of a sudden, he was coaching. I was like, "Oh, sweet!" And he heel hooks this Brazilian, and then goes against this other guy and darces him. And those are the only two things he'd actually been working on, yeah. and and able to, was able to hit them both. I was literally in tears that I missed the matches because I had not missed any match 
at all at that point in time, whether it was wrestling or jiu-jitsu. And, and uh, one time they went in the same room but on opposite ends, and I sat in the middle yelling both directions, <laughs> you know, um, as, as loud as I could. But, yeah, it was just a – that was a wild – a wild whole trip yeah. yeah so that was the beginning to, to your senior year yep i actually i think i committed to little rock a week later after preseason yes or two weeks yes. later something like that well we had already talked to him we'd already yeah. been talking to him and mm -hmm. uh he wanted to see how it went and everything and i'd actually been back and forth with him that whole day letting him know how your matches were going and stuff with neil coach Arisman. and um, i remember we went to ou on the way up there yep which hopefully he doesn't see this we're not going to talk about but no <laughs> he knows hate OU. uh but yeah, so that was a whole busy trip, and then we went straight back. I think we had like a duel or something like that, or no? Yeah. We went to Little Rock, and I was way overweight after preseason, and we like went out for the recruitment dinner, and I had to like eat something small. And they're like, "Why eat something small?" I, like, I have to make weight in four days. <laughs> I really don't want to. But oh yeah, yeah, what was after that season starting? Yep. Yeah. So then senior year, um, pretty much, kind of went the same as the year before that until. Well, I mean, lost to Decker again. Yeah. Um, I think it was in triple overtime that yep. first time, and then lost him again later in the year. Yep. Uh, and at that point, uh, I actually took over the the coaching job, and I was like, hey, what do you think about finding that kid and wrestling with him, practicing with him? Yeah. You know, I know he beat you. I know it's a it would be a put my ego in the back seat thing, but – uh, how, let, let's go find that kid and wrestle with him. He said yes. So I messaged Parker Decker and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, you and Tyler won't ever face each other again. What are the chances I bring him to where you are and you guys wrestle together?" And he goes, "Oh man, that would be awesome. I'd love to have that." So we started driving to to Flower Mound yep, a couple days a week Spartan. just to get you on the mat with him. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell the end. I'll, I'll tell the end when we get to the state finals. But yeah. uh, leading up to that, you know, we got to train with him a few times a week, and it was it was awesome training. And, uh, and it go was, ahead the rest of your year real quick. Yeah, it was also kind of cool there because there was a uh, remember Evan actually wrestled yeah. there, and another kid wrestled there was also going to be in my state bracket. Ended up in it. Yeah. Um, but I ended up winning districts and regionals against who did I beat? District. Oh, I think it was John Bennett at districts, and then that Evan Ashley kid at yeah. regionals. Um, and again, I was on opposite sides of Oregon this time, so he moved up from twenty to twenty six, and I moved up to twenty six. And the whole front side went pretty well. I uh, pinned the first guy. Then I had one close one. You guys were always like a couple yeah. minutes apart. Mm -hmm. And like it was who pinned whose guys faster. Yeah. <laughs> and then whoever he had a somewhat of a close match with at regionals is who I had second. And I only beat him by like two points. That match was stressful. It was like 3-1. And I was like, all right, whatever. Got out of the way. Um, then I had Yarbrough in the semis. Yep. Pinned him. And I was like, all right. Like last match coming up. Um, I pinned him in, what was it, like two minutes? Who? Yarbrough. Yeah. And then Oregon was next to me, and he pinned his kid like a minute after that. So we were yeah. like, dude, I'm going to win. Like, he was, it took him longer. Like, that's what we were going off the whole tournament. I was like, it took him longer to beat this guy. Like, I'll be good. Um, so, so just to recap on the, on the year, this kid, Jonathan Oregon, is now in the finals of state for the fourth time. Mm -hmm. He had never lost a match. Okay. He had run through high school wrestling in Texas without losing a match, three, three years earlier, beat Tyler 14-2. And Tyler, two in his earlier. head, yeah. huh? Two years earlier. Two years earlier. Yeah. In his head, you know, didn't think he could beat him. You know, and, and so in my head, I was convinced that the improvement that he had made was enough. 
and he gets out of my car when I dropped him off at school to go get on the bus, and and he he I said you're gonna beat him. I said you're, I, you know believe me you're gonna beat him, and he he gets out of the car and walks in. I took a picture of him walking in the door and I posted it and I said write your own story, because no one had talked about anything about him. They had just been talking about. Ortegon this entire yeah. time because he was about to be the first 5A four-time champion and so we get there and sure enough they run into each other in the finals again just like two years earlier than that and and everybody thought I was going to lose all my friends everything they're like oh you have Ortegon like haha like good luck blah 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 like should change weights like stuff like that and I was like no I was like we're going to be good like honestly I did not believe him I definitely thought I was going to lose even when I was walking out on the mat I was like this is going to be like I don't know um, but you weren't in that match until you were in it. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, ahead. What do you got? one He got a takedown. I got t taken down, and he cut me right away. And I was like, damn, it's like that. And then that period ended. He chose bottom and got a reversal right when I kicked in for legs. And I was down 4-1, like just like that. Um, and I remember we went out of bounds, and then that period ended with the reversal, right? Your reversal. Yeah. Yeah, they went out of bounds, then Tyler's on bottom, hits a reversal, gets on top. And all of a sudden, life came into him. Like, first of all, he was down 4-1. Yeah. And in his head, he's never scored five points on him. Mm -hmm. So how could he possibly beat him? How could yeah. he possibly come back and beat him? And hits a reversal. He's now by one. And there's a funny picture of that right after the reversal. I don't know if you remember it. But um, he had a knee brace on at the time. And it had, like, a metal spike that kept coming out of it. It was pretty annoying. It was hard. Like, it would hit me. But he starts calling for injury time right as I'm reversing him. And I literally grabbed his finger and posted it on the mat. And there's a picture of me holding his finger, like, bent sideways. And I was like, nope. I was like, because there was, like, 10 seconds left. I yeah. didn't want him to be able to restart. It's so, like, I got straight on top, threw in a leg, pinched his hand down. And I was like, we're going to stay right here for the rest of this period. Um, and they then, gave him the injury time anyway, didn't they? Um, I think later. Okay. That period or something. Because like you stood up. And, and for me, this is the first time I've ever seen it. You're down on points yeah. going into the last period. You stand up and start walking away. And you nod your head and kind of had a smirk on your face and nodded your head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he thinks he's going to win this. <laughs> I was like, that's all he needs. He just yeah. has to think he can and he will. And sure enough, Ortegon cuts you right off the yeah, bat, right? Yeah, third period, I chose bottom. And I literally sat for a switch and he just wasn't there. Like, he backed straight off. And I pretty much had like a little 360 on the mat and stood up. Stand up um, and it's 4-4. Four, four, yeah, 4-4. Four, four. Yep. And, uh, uh, we both had a stalling call by the end of it. And we went through that whole period, nothing on the feet. Um, I don't even think the closest takedown was he went for like a knee pick and I whizzed him to his back. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that an overtime? No, that was overtime. Yeah, okay. That so was one of, the, one of the three in overtime. The rest of that period ends. And yeah. I remember the ref brought us to the middle. He goes, you both have a stalling call. He goes, don't make me end it on a stalling call. And I feel like that's what he wanted because Oregon right off the bat started like fake shooting, fake shooting. He was like kind of wanted that stalling call towards me, I think, yeah. instead of an actual takedown until, until towards the end. But... Yeah, overtime was, I mean, it was a minute, but I feel like a lot happened within the minute. Like, he went yeah. to a takedown. I wizard kicked him, like, good, like, all the way to his back. But his head, like, spun out. We ran out of bounds. Went back to the center. And did he have another? Yeah. Or there was Three else? times I thought there should have been, two times there's, I thought there should have been points before the points. Yeah. And I, I could have been wrong on the first one, the wizard to his back, because mm -hmm. there was no control, I guess. Yeah. But the next one I thought there was, and, and then it got the whistle blew again mm -hmm. out of bounds. And you guys came back in. And it was weird because I was never good at down blocking people's shots. Like if somebody was shooting on me, they were getting to my leg. And that's like still how it was for a long time after that. And 
but there was a solid 45 seconds of the overtime where he was shooting and he wasn't getting to my leg and i was moving moving i was like okay like i might actually be able to win this and then he got deep on that like kind of fireman's high crouch spot yeah but i sprawled and like caught his hip and i kind of just felt him stop like his arm just kind of slid down and then i peeled it off got behind i get all the way behind throw a half in and i'm like all the way behind him i look up at the one ref he stopped wrestling he oh, thought yeah. he lost at that point. Yeah, he completely froze. And I was like, dude, I won. I look up, I was like, oh, my God. I look up at the ref, and he goes, I'm the side ref. And I was like, I don't care. So I look at the other ref, and the other ref's just staring at us. And I was like, what's going on? And then Oregon so, kind of picks it up, and he was like, oh, he's like, I didn't call yet. He starts inching out of bounds because we're of right bounds, on yes. the line. And I was like, no way is this about to happen. I was like, blow your whistle. Yeah. That's two. That's two. That's two. And I was like, the whole the crowd was at? yelling. Yeah, Coach Pope was going crazy. He's like jumping up and down. And I feel like every school was cheering for me because I wasn't supposed to win. Yeah. Like, even a lot of kids who didn't know me were like, oh, my God, like, Oregon's about to lose. And I was, like, all the way behind him, put a half in. He starts crawling out of bounds, and then I pulled him to his hip. And then right when he hit his hip, they finally gave me two. And I was like, that took way too long. Like, you it stood was just up, added stress to the end. yanked your headgear off, yeah. walked away. And, and there's, there's a great picture sequence of Jerry Best from yep. Allen because Oregon wrestled at Allen during the summers. And, and so we knew he was sitting there wanting Oregon to win. And you can see him in the background as it's going. He goes like this. And he even knew it was two points. Mm -hmm. and, and that was it to win. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm, I'm bawling my eyes out. Tyler runs over and hugs me. And he says, hey, they're going to do another article. This time they're going to talk about me. And then he runs off. And I was like, heck, yeah, they are. It's like, I told you. And then they didn't. <laughs> I hate the wrestling Texas guy. Dude. Um, I don't care if he's really nice or anything. But I literally, they hyped him up, made hype videos about him, made, like, talked about him. And then I beat him. And their tweet was still about him. It was like, Jonathan Oregon is denied his Florida State title by, by Tyler, Tyler Brennan. Brennan. And it was Done. like, period. Like, it. no excitement or anything. And like, then I was like, all right, whatever. So he stopped him from being a four-timer. Mm -hmm. It was his only loss in, in Texas high school wrestling for four years. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, messaged, I messaged Coach Erisman, and he was stoked. And, and I thought it was funny because I was like, I go, man, uh, he won state, blah, blah, blah. And he messaged me back, awesome, that's seven for today for, yeah. for, for guys that were coming to the school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, we're cool too. Yeah, because I remember, <laughs> I think Trent Dooley won that day later. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird after the finals because, you know, we sit in that row before we get on the podium. Yeah. So, like, obviously two years before I was right next to him. And I forget, like, I don't think you would know, but he, like, leans toward me and he goes, who's that really, like, hot girl in the finals from whatever school? And I was like, dude, don't talk to me right now. <laughs> I was like, I just got my <laughs> ass kicked by this kid. Yeah. Um, it was, like, my sophomore year after he beat me. I was like, that was horrible. And he starts asking me about this girl. I was like, no. And then Baylor leans over because he got third. And they start talking about that. And I was like, how? Like, no. <laughs> I was like, I need to get out of here. But then I was sitting next to him. And that's when I texted Neil that I won. And I was like, oh, yeah, I won, blah, blah, blah. And he sat down next to me. I was like, it's kind of a weird feeling, like, sitting in the first place spot next to him. But it was cool. The cool part that I was going to get to at the state finals was where the hard work pays off. Mm -hmm. Tyler, 5A state is going on here. 6A state is going on here. And Tyler and Parker Decker, who he had been training with, won at the exact same time. Yeah. He won his state, and he won his state. And they both, you know, basically they worked together and, and ended up winning state at the same time. And it was so cool for me. I was like, man, that, that's, uh, that's why we went there. You know, that's why we went and found that kid to wrestle with and, and pick the good guy to, to get on the mat with, not the guys yeah. you beat up every day. And Parker, had, I forget the kid's name. He was really good, but 
I forget. I don't think he beat him in overtime. Yeah, their matches match, took though. forever. Yeah, yeah, it was like four three or something yeah. like that. And I remember he texted me after or afterwards. He said he was in his corner on injury time and then looked over and saw me getting the last takedown, turn around, went, and then won his. And then we both won, and he was like, that was just like super sick. Like, he literally was like on injury time and looked over and, and saw, saw that we were tied, and then I was winning. And he was like, oh, my God, like, he was one over there. Like, I can beat this kid and went and beat him. Yeah, it was and so cool, yeah. man. So cool. All right, so high school wrestling's a wrap. Yep. And uh, what did you decide to do physically? So everything. So Coach Harrisman says, when we leave, we'll hold a spot for him at this weight. Yeah. We'll hold a spot for him. He's probably going to be a 26 or uh, 25, whatever. Um, We'll hold a spot. And then Tyler has summer. Yep. And Tyler, not even summer. Summer, you were already at school. Yeah, I had the the end of high school. Yeah, the end of of wrestling, uh, uh, February. So March, April, May, June. Tyler is 165, 170 pounds. I hit 70, yeah. yeah right I hit 170 that. pounds. And I messaged his coach, and he goes, bro, I didn't realize when I said I'd hold his weight class, I had to hold three weight classes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. To be honest, I said, do what you got to do. He'll, he'll get the spot. You know, he'll wrestle for his spot. And uh, end up hitting 170 that year, going mm-hmm. back wrestling 49. Yep. So um, 21 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So – Tyler and me and Lucas had done everything together, man. We had been, we say the three amigos all the time. We travel together. We, we uh, fly together. They compete all the time, but it's always the three of us. And now all of a sudden, Tyler's leaving the state to go to college. And uh, it was hard, man. It was, it was tough. I know he was excited to go. I was bummed. Luke was bummed. We went to Fifth Street Cafe to have breakfast the morning before I took Tyler. And then... Uh, Luke and Tyler said goodbye, and uh, then I drove Tyler to Little Rock, moved him in, you know, and and said goodbye and all that stuff. And then I got in the car and got about, I don't know, 150 yards, and I had to pull over, and I just died for like 15 minutes. Like, literally was bawling my eyes out for like 15 minutes. Then I start texting him, and he sends me a screenshot, and his roommate's like, hey, you want to go get drunk? And I was just like, jeez. I was like, and that's what I was worried about. Mm. And so, uh, you know, from that point, it was uh, you were wrestling men. Yeah. His first match, how was he, 25? Yep, I think so, 24, 25. Yeah, 24, uh, 25 year old. What was that guy's name, Zach? Uh, something, I forget who his he dad was. He had a dad but, uh, that was also really good. Yeah. Um, but even our wrestle-offs, like, some of the weights that we had had, like, two guys, three guys, and I had five. <laughs> like, I had to wrestle off one kid the day before, and then they were wrestling on the other side, and then it was me and Tommy, I think, in the yeah. finals. And he was just huge. I was like, dude, it's like, how do I have to wrestle this kid right now? Like, You won way your wrestle-off, so, like, 11-something 11, 11 on <laughs> one. and right, So I on got a pin one. on the first one, and then I beat Tommy 11-1. Okay. But yeah. And then wrestled 149 that year. Mm-hmm. Um had a solid year for, for freshman year, you yeah. know, and then w- you wrestled well at the scuffle. I think you won three straight. Mm-hmm. Or no, Wait, lost one lost to, the, one. to the number three, three seed yep. and then won three straight on the back and uh, lost in the blood round. Mm-hmm. And then this last year, over the summer, he decided he was going to get to 190 pounds, 191 yeah. or so two pounds. Right before the start of my sophomore year, I uh, – tore my meniscus yeah. and then they like decided to repair it so 
me and my roommate Jose, who had just torn his shoulder, both had surgery. He had surgery a little bit for me because we both got cleared at the same time, but like surgeries take a few months longer. And he was like, screw it. You just want to like start lifting together. I was like, yeah, sure. And me and him weren't really friends. I would say after our freshman year, he was a lot older. He transferred Minnesota and just beat me up like every practice. Um, there was a practice he took me down 50 times in I think it was 20 minutes 25 minutes and he counted them out loud to me like every 10 he'd be like got 10 and I remember he got to 40 and I was like you won't get to 50 <laughs> and he literally <laughs> just beat me up for the next like 10 minutes and but then we kind of became friends we were both hurt started lifting a lot and I mean I got all the way up to yeah 192 and coach was like all right he was like you guys need to lose a little bit <laughs> like please he's like don't get too heavy um I remember that your freshman year after you came home after getting beat up by Jose all the time mm -hmm. and you wrestled live with Lucas and yeah. uh, the kid that wrestles at OU Alex, and yeah. the kid that wrestles at Arizona State. Yeah. And uh, you clubbed Lucas the first time and whatever. As soon as that, that match was over, he walks over to me and goes, dude, is he mad at me? I was like, <laughs> no, I think that's just how they wrestle. Yeah. And you kind of, you clubbed, what's his name, to the ground, Alex to mm -hmm. the ground, I think, or was the, what's the other kid's name from, from Arizona uh, State? Hunter. Bulk. Hunter, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, it was just, like, crazy how different it was from high school. Like, high school, we would, we would we'd never, like, hit each other. Like, if you hit somebody in a semi-hub, or a semi-hard club, it'd be like, dude, like, are you mad at me? Like, what's you going on? You want to fight? And <laughs> they're, like, um, me and Joey, like, my roommate now, had kind of like this mutual agreement we were going live for like 20 minutes one day but he didn't want us being soft on anything so anytime we broke apart we were like all right no matter what we open back up with just a hard right club to the head it's like we would separate come back in boom hit each other if we separate again we would just look at each other like all right boom we were just hitting each other like super hard every time and i mean jose was definitely the best for that like yeah. he had the best feel for that for everyone and it would just like hit us hard all day like get us kind of used to it i guess but it was way different coming back here and wrestling with them. I was like, dang, like we used to be really soft on each other. Yeah. Like even in high school, like wrestling, like up in the state, I feel like we didn't hand fight that hard. I remember before you left, I, I was saying that I think the main thing that's going to be a difference is that and the pace. Mm -hmm. The yeah. pace is just going to be relentless. You know, it's brutal, mm -hmm. and, and sure enough, it, it was. Um, last year, would you wrestle 165? Yep. Uh, I was like... He had us maintaining like our five percent to eight percent of our weight class type deal and uh so i was 173 usually and then i would lose the last eight like that week and then as the year went on he told me to get a little bit heavier but um i was losing it really easy like yeah. some weeks a little bit too easy and i was like all right so then i tried to get a little bit heavier each time um but yeah i remember kind of, i remember talking to him and he was actually like he messaged me. He goes, "Hey, has Tyler said anything to you? Like, what's wrong with him?" I said, "Honestly, he said he just feels weak. He's yeah. he's tired and feels weak." And I said, "He's staying in the five percent that you told him to." Mm -hmm. He goes, "Oh, he shouldn't do that." And I yeah, said, "Well, you like, told him to." Like, that's so what we're he, supposed to do. <laughs> I know he then met, talked to you and actually let you fill yeah. out a little bit, and, and you were better. You felt a lot and better after that. It was kind of like I was also tired because of everything that was going on. Like I had just gotten clear from this, but then I also had that stomach surgery, so I was out from the first month of school, and. Then I forget what happened. There was like something right after that. I had to have another week off. You got sick. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. like really sick for a full yeah. week. And I was on like antibiotics the whole time. And then we were jumping into season. And I was like, Jesus, like it was way too much stuff happening back to back. Um, but yeah, I ended up making weight pretty easy. Won the wrestle off and had one close one with 
um, tie because I had a bump of 74 in Wrestle 1. And, but that was kind of a good like jump start because I hadn't wrestled in, how many days was it? Like 500 and something. Yeah, was, like I was out for well over a year. Yeah, uh, almost two, mm-hmm. like a year and a half. Yeah, and opened up with that, uh, our open tournament that we like hosted at our school. Ran through that and I was like, all right, cool. And then I had Wisconsin next week and I'd wrestle Hamidi who I didn't really know much about. I mean, he was a freshman and he had won his first however many matches. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I remember Marcus was texting me. He was like, dude, you can beat that kid. Like, he's not good. I remember from high school. But something definitely changed when he hit college because yeah. I lost him on riding time, 4-3. And then he won, like, 20-something straight without losing after that. And I was like, that's pretty wild. Like, I don't – yeah. He didn't lose until he ran into who? Uh, I think not it was Marinelli. Was it Marinelli? I think Marinelli was his first <clears> loss. Yeah. Uh, and it was close, too. It's only a few points. But, uh, Yeah. And he wasn't, like, huge or anything, but I think his pace was a lot different than everybody else. Like, he I – remember, I remember watching him warm up. Like, his feet were barely on the ground, I feel like. Or, like, he would never have both feet on the ground at the same time. Like, he was – or, like, uh, like fast feet everywhere he was going. Like, he would snap down and be behind somewhere else. And he was just fast with everything. And I feel like that's what got to a lot of people. And I don't know if I slowed him down or if he was just tired, why ours was so close, because he was teching and pinning everybody after that. So I like to think of it. I should take credit for pushing him to that point, but yeah. yeah. I remember I was, I think I was in Arizona for Luke's fight, mm. and you were at that North Carolina duel. Yep. And I remember I was I was sitting by myself in the lobby of a hotel, and I jumped up and yelled, and the people at the lobby looked at me like, "What the heck?" <laughs> but you had beat the guy. Yeah. Uh, did you pin him? Yeah. Yeah, you uh, pinned him. I, yeah. yeah. And I jumped up like, "Yeah!" And uh, the lady's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, remember the Titans? He's like, don't come in here. Like throws the newspaper. Yes, <laughs> He's yes. like, don't, don't talk to me. Don't um, talk to me. But, I mean, that match was cool because I had watched that kid on Who's Number One, like, before that, like, way before that. And he had, like, a huge Superman tattoo on his back. And I was like, whoa, like, okay, this guy thinks, like, whatever. Um, I remember the first period, nothing much happened. Like, he was in on a leg, and I stepped around to the corner. We got stalemated there, and then uh, – we were both kind of just like missing shots. Like I would choose out of the way. He shot, I was out of the way. And then he picked bottom. And I remember coach, uh, what's her coach's name? Bears? Yeah. Uh, oh, Coleman Scott. Coleman Scott. He was like, don't let him put in legs. Like blah, blah, blah. And immediately he stood up, threw in a leg, sat him to his butt, and just started cranking his shoulder off. Like, and I could tell right when it went across that I was definitely turning him. Like it felt not, I don't know if it's like weak or loose would be the right word, but like his shoulder just shot and like, but locked. Like it wasn't like a flexible um, shot over. And he went to his back. They didn't call the pin. He flipped. I had to like re step over, got to his, and got him to his back and got it. And I was like, damn, I was like, that was pretty sweet. Like, <laughs> good awesome. way to end the trip. But yeah. And then you wrestled the scuffle again. Mm-hmm. How'd that one go? So I beat the kid from Penn State first. Yep. And who did I lose to on the front side? Uh, oh, I lost to Luke Weber from NDSU. He was the second seed. I lost him 2-0. Second? Yeah. In your second match? Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, thought you went more straight on the front this time. I might have gone too straight on the front. I forget who else I wrestled, though. Uh, oh, I had wrestled the kid from Drexel again. That was on the backside, um, Barzak. And we had a 13-minute match. And for those of you who don't know, college matches usually end at 7. <laughs> and then you have the one minute overtime, so we hit eight, and then it was 30-30 top-bottom. And if there's still no score, you go back up to the feet. So we had 30-30 up to nine minutes, another one on the feet for 10, and then 30-30 again, 11, or maybe it was 12 minutes then. Because then the last one on the feet, 
um, one of them ended. I had a single up and kicked him. And like as he was falling, time ran out. I was like, oh my god, I go in again. And then the ref looked at Neil and he was like, or Chandler, one of them. And they leaned out and they were like, is this like ultimate tiebreaker? Like we ride, you win. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh sweet, because he was on bottom. And I was like, I can totally ride him out. I lock a cradle up, and I look at them, and they're like, dude, just hold it. Like, don't even try and roll. Don't give him a chance to, like, roll out. Just hold it, and you win. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, locked on this cradle. I was like, dude, he's not going anywhere. Time runs out. He sits down thinking it's done. I sit down, and he goes, on your feet. And the ref was like, get up. Let's go. And Neil goes, what do you mean? Like, we thought it was over. <laughs> yeah, and he was you like, said it was over. He was like, no, no, no. Back on your feet. Like, it doesn't end like that. Like, that's high school rules. And we're like, you said it was over. <laughs> like, what the heck? And so we're like, all right, get back up. And I remember the kid took, like, a, it was, a, like, whatever shot. Like, he kind of just threw his arm for it. And I, like, jumped all the way behind, locked, threw a leg in. He, like, did a forward roll. And I kind of landed, like, just behind him. Yeah. And he gave me two right as the kid, like, hipped out on top of me. And I was like, sweet, I'm done. <laughs> well, I think you got two and knew you had two. So you started to let up yeah, as he started he to keep trying. Mm -hmm. And so, like, fortunately, it was over right then. And yeah. you got your two. And that was it. That was but, good. Mm-hmm. Who was Chandler afterwards was just like heartless, relax, <laughs> like shook my arms yeah. out. He was like, still have to go for a while today. I remember my first match, I like blew my burst sack on this knee, so it was like ice and wrapped a little bit, and then something else was going on too. And I was like, it's gonna be a really long day, <laughs> like. But yeah, otherwise, went pretty well until the next morning, um, and I had the blood round. Yeah, against the kid, kid from Minnesota, got third, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I was something Carlson. He's giant, huge. Yeah. Um, but that match did not go well. I remember I hit a Winn-Dixie at the beginning, and they gave him two for it, thinking that I was on my back, and we got that reversed. But then I got taken on after that, and it was just everything after that point did not go my way at all. Yeah. It was like 8-0. But um, then conference, you, uh, you had a, a really good match with Anthony Valencia. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that was uh, – I had a pretty good match with Evan Wick at our duel, too. Actually, yeah, I forgot in. about that. Yeah. Um, rode him a full period. His coach was like, dude, like, what are you the doing? The announcers were <laughs> like, Tyler Brennan just rode the number one guy in the nation for the yeah. entire two-minute period. <laughs> and he was pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His coaches were like, dude, like, what are you, are you, what are you, you like, paying attention? Um, there was a few moments like that this past season. Like, when I was going against Travis Whitlake, I, uh, he was up, I forget how many. I got a takedown at the end, and I um, ended up losing by five. It was like 9-4. But he was ranked top eight, I think, at the time. Um, and John Smith was like, dude, do you even care? Like, you're just going to let him come back right now, blah, blah, And I was, like, yelling at him, like, wasn't even happy that he won the match. He was like, are you kidding me? And uh, that was pretty funny to hear coming from him, like, while I was going to shake his hand. But uh, conference, yeah. Uh, they only took three, and Valencia didn't even end up making it into the top three, and he was one of the – we had the number one, number two, and number six or seven. Yeah. Valencia was ranked at the time. Yeah, so they were saying that – everyone was saying that their weight class – was the toughest and their conference was the toughest conference in the nation because number one number two and number six oh, yeah. were in the bracket of six and they were only taking three guys yeah. um to nationals at that point um so i lost to oregon first and i had valencia immediately and we were zero zero for a while and there was a whole eye poke incident which I did not mean to do. His coaches were very mad at me. They were like, oh, you're like, you're a dick. Like, you did it on purpose. I was like, no, I didn't. Like, he literally ran at me. Like, my thumb went in his eye. Like, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so it was 0-0 zero, zero all until the third, and I ended up getting turned once. Or, yeah, twice, like back-to-back. -back. And then the Oregon kid came around, beat him for beat a third. Him. So Valencia didn't even qualify for nationals. He had to get drawn in, like, a week later. But yeah. uh, 
then I won my last match. But it's funny that he was still there because when they announced him, he was a four-time NCAA qualifier, a four-time All-American, a four-time conference championship yeah. or a conference champion. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what the? Yeah, heck? you should How not still be here. Like, yeah. And you're still here. <laughs> him, Wick. There's a few like old guys out of my way, like Marinelli. Uh, a bunch of those guys just need to be done now. Michik, Michik, Michic, whatever. Yeah. What, him or someone else was also like a six-year guy. So I think he might be even older. Yeah. Um, Wild. There was one guy from Mizzou that was super old. He always wrestled in a neck brace, uh, but he ended up not wrestling this past season. But he's definitely done now. I forget his name, uh, but he might have been the oldest or one of them. But too many old guys. So like, you got leave. two years of eligibility left. Mm -hmm. This year you'll wrestle 165 again. Yep. What do you think it'll be next year? Think you'll stay there? Think you'll go 74? What do you think? Kind of. I'm not sure. It kind of depends, I guess, how well the cut goes for 65 this whole season. But I have a feeling, like, I know Tristan said he kind of wants to move up. So if he ends up moving the move to 84 and it's, like, earlier than he makes that decision, I might try and grow and fill in a spot at 74 and, like, we'll both bump up one. But that's if I get big enough for it, I guess. Right. Um, because, I mean, I hit 192 and still went 65, but Tristan hit 205 and wrestled 74. So, might have to hit 205 one of these summers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, definitely 65 this next season. And then after that, I guess we'll see. It depends where we both end up going. Goals and and trying to make it all, obviously, to the NCAAs. Yep, this and next year as, for sure. And then as well as you can there. Yep. Um, and then definitely same for the senior year. And senior year might get interesting because we were talking about fighting-wise. I was saying that I wrestled the whole senior year, and then he wanted – were we saying March? It's like fight in May? Or were we saying April, like yeah. a month or two after season? Yeah, a couple months. You have to so wrestle with a, or have a camp. If I could do it within April or May, that would be cool because then I could wrestle season, fight then, and then wrestle – I'd still be 22. So then I could try – qualify for the U23 world team right after that. So I'd go like season, fight, U23s. Um, or even just like All-American, something like that, and then go off from whatever happens after that, I guess, probably trying to fight again. Yeah, I mean, so you weren't all about fighting the whole no. time. You're, you're a whole, you know, when did all that come up? So this is kind of when we switched with Lucas not wanting to compete until I was winning in that. It's like hard to watch Lucas go out and win how he's been winning and like making the money he's been making and not want to fight because I'm like, I could definitely do that. Like I can 100% take a, take a guy down and choke him like he is. Um, and I like, I don't mind watching fights. I know he doesn't like, but like whenever, like I usually don't want to fight and then I'll watch him fight. And I'm like, I definitely want to like, he just did that really easily. Um, and I mean, obviously there's a lot that goes into it, but it's the same. Like when he watched me win Naga, he was like, okay, I want to compete in that. Right. Was like, yeah. Well, cause you guys were always so close, mm -hmm. you know, and, and especially when you were super young, <clears throat> you're very close and then he sees you win and he goes oh well i'm i i compete with him all the time or train with him all the time yeah. i could do that too so then he sees that mm -hmm. for you you see him now putting away stacks <laughs> and and doing it you know uh without taking a lot of damage because he's fighting smart with a high fight iq and and we train mm -hmm. smart for that you know and, and he'll run into difficulty you know and and you will too it, it'll happen but but the point is to not go out there like everyone wants i'm gonna have a fight of the night yeah, you're also up? gonna have brain damage of the night yeah you know it takes two people to have fight of the night and it mm -hmm. takes one guy to have performance of the night or sub of the night or knockout of the night like you know and and five the night's not something you want five the night's something that you let the other guy be competitive for the entire fight to make that happen you know so 
fighting smart, fighting with a high fight IQ, you yeah. know, and, and you've always had a, a extremely high level jiu-jitsu. And now with, you know, you'll have a very high level D1 wrestling background yep. and, and be striking training, you know, probably at Westside and, and Little Rock with Roly, Bryce, yeah. and TJ mm. until he comes home to, to start here. Yep. <laughs> and then obviously, I guess, same goals as Luke, right? Just just fight, stay busy, make yep. money, and mm -hmm. somewhere along the line, get to the get to the top. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of funny our uh, relationship growing up because like it used to be like one of us would have money and then one of us wouldn't, and the other one like we would just kind of pay for each other's things. It was typically you having money because you were very good at saving money. Yeah, and I would do like a lot of privates and stuff, and he would too. But then he would like buy stuff, and so like we would like go out to eat and like I would cover for him, and then there would be like a few months where he would have money for some reason, so he'd start coming to me. But now it's like. I'm like, dude, you got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm in I college. Got I've got no money. He's yeah. got all the money. <laughs> yep. He's like, you want, he's like, you want to go get this? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, I'll buy. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. But uh, mm -hmm. pretty cool. You guys have always gotten along, right? I mean, for the most part. Yeah. It's been uh, a few random, you know, yeah. <laughs> altercations. <laughs> <laughs> altercations. Yeah. <laughs> um, you haven't been to any of his fights. Uh, none of his pro ones. Yeah, I've been I, all three I, amateur fights have not been any pro fights. Yep. Um, because of wrestling, and then all of a sudden you were like, it's a superstition. I don't want to show up now yep. after not being there. Um, but you watch them all. Mm -hmm. and, and I watch them all alone. Yeah. Will tries to get him to watch Let's them. Let's tell that. Tell that. Them. Like, no. um, Let's dig into that just for a second before we're done here. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, I guess it's nerves. Like, I get really nervous when he's fighting, even when I'm not there. Like. Um, I'll just be sitting there like we were playing video games one day and it was like all my roommates and they're like isn't he fighting like whatever I was like yeah he was like do you guys want to like all watch together and I was like no and they're like why not and I was like I'm just gonna watch by myself and they're like dude like watch it with us and I was like no no definitely not and I was like you guys can watch it in one of these rooms and like I'll go watch it in my room and I was like and we can all talk about it afterwards but like I'm not gonna sit there with you and watch it um, just because I kind of want to like only focus on that and I remember we were all playing video games one day and it was like one fight before we came up and I just turned off my Xbox and left. And they're like, where are you going? I was like, his fight's about to come up. And they're like, all right, like, you sure you don't want to watch with this? And I was like, definitely not. <laughs> and watch that. Um, and then he wins. And then I go out. We make food. I'm like, hell yeah, he won. <laughs> and like, everyone's like happy. We go back to what we're doing. But yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's kind of, I feel like mom's kind of the same way. Like, I don't know how she did that watch party one time. Because um, yeah. when we were in Vegas, she sat next to me holding my hand like this. And she was like squeezing it. And I had her head in my mouth. She goes, is he winning? Is he winning? And I was like. Yeah, he's winning. And then, like, it was with that, um, like, Mexican kid that was really good. Tijuana. And, like, yeah, there was some sketchy stuff happening. And I was like, I only told her, I was like, yeah, he's winning. Like, he's winning. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's winning. Yeah, we're good. It's <laughs> like, it's all good. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be tough to watch. You know, mm -hmm. it's, for me, it's all right. I don't, like, we talked about, I don't know if I want you guys on the same card. So I got to deal with it twice in one night or yeah. if I want you, you know, on the following card. Mm -hmm. But then, we, you know, it's easier to have you guys in camp at the same time. So it'd be cool to have you guys on the same card. But yeah. by the time you start, you know, you'll be early on the prelims. He'll be later by mm -hmm. that point. So it'll kind of be nice. There'll be a big gap in between. Yeah. And, and I'll be able to corner you, chill for a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, and get him ready and then corner him. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a tough sport. Yeah. So it's it's always hard work, and, and you always know they're sure that it's dangerous. And if you're not careful, you know, it can go it can go wrong. So, of course, you're nervous watching. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm excited. Uh, as soon as you came home and I was like, so are you going to fight? And you're like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, then it was 
it, it's really cool to be able to do it with him, you know, and do all the stuff that we do. And I, and I can't wait to be able to do it with you mm. and, and go through the process. You know, the it's a day in and day out thing for that, that, that whole entire camp. And um, it'll be cool because we'll have already gone through it so many times with Lucas that yeah. we've got it down to, you know, this is the only thing that'll change is figuring out your weight and, and whatnot, where, where it'll be good, when you got to be X weight to, to still have energy to train through the camp and, and still make weight. But and um, otherwise, we'll have a kind of a blueprint draw out for you yeah. by that and point. I feel like it'll be kind of good to be back because I can kind of be a mediator between you two. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I can hang out with both of you like that where you're not just stuck with each other yeah. for however many weeks yeah, I mean, all the time. We live together, train together, coach yeah. together. We mm -hmm. go to Glory and it's me and him in a hotel room, you know, yeah. the whole time. Mm -hmm. and. Um, I, I, I stay out of his hair like in the house he, he basically owns the upstairs <laughs> yeah. and uh, I don't even go up there unless I'll tell him I'll say hey is it cool if I come up <laughs> you know just to just to let him kind of mm -hmm. feel like he lives by himself but also have the the ease and availability of everything by having me take care of it so uh, it'll be cool same thing when you come and the three of us are there mm -hmm. cool yep thank you dude thank you <laughs> awesome well, we got to do another one with, with a third chair, get me, you, and Luke on here at the same time. That'll be fantastic. Got it. We'll, we'll wait a few months down the line, but it'll be great. Yep. We can talk about our uh, altercation at that point, too. We'll cover that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that later. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. It is all over. Just.